Welcome to the season finale of The Hash, the world's medical-grade cannabis podcast, now powered by Leafly. Use the Leafly app to find legal cannabis near you. So the world's hottest cannabis accessory in 2019 has to be the Puffco Peak. It's to smoking hash what Tesla is to driving cars. A revolutionary, controversial, sleek piece of magical tech. And like Tesla's CEO Elon Musk, Puffco CEO Roger Volodarsky is a brilliant guy, if a bit erratic. For example, he stays centered by taking psychedelic mushrooms on the regular. Since its debut in 2018, Roger's $380 Puffco Peak has proven inspired and paradigm shattering. It boils hash at the click of a button, filters it through water, and makes potent white clouds of vapor. Fans snatched up tens of thousands of these peaks, and Roger hopes to sell one million. But as he tells the hash, the peak wouldn't be here without at least two bouts of severe depression, followed by psychedelic use, and what he calls, quote, ego death. We penciled in some time on the hard-charging CEO's calendar in downtown LA to explore the breakdowns and the breakthroughs that led to his greatness. Before Roger was a vape mogul, he was a kid in a New Jersey family living above its station. He carries this gaudy, bejeweled watch now as a reminder of an important lesson that he learned early in life. New York's biggest export is people. Um, that's what we specialize in. We beat the shit out of every person around us, emotionally and mentally, and whoever survives becomes a really cool and chill and insightful person. I grew up very, very poor, but my parents had rich friends, and so I was friends with their kids. And I remember at 16, or 17, I guess was the age, all my friends got these BMW X5s and everything, you know, just crazy, crazy expensive cars. And I got the same car I was in when I was in second grade, which was a 1990 Corolla. The horn didn't work anymore, so my dad installed a doorbell into it. I don't know if he did that to troll me or not. I remember when I finally had, you know, that moment of like, I'll show them. I did it all by myself. I did it. And then quickly realized, like, why am I trying to impress people I don't like? Um, and so now I wear it quite often just so at least I get some use out of it. <laughs> it doesn't collect dust in my bedroom. After high school, Roger went to business school. But his dad bailed on his mom and brothers, so Roger dropped out of college to help. Dad left at when I was 18, I think, or 19, I forget now. He's around, he's accessible, but I think that, you know, some people um, are, the juice isn't worth the squeeze for some people. And so you're just like, all right, well, I don't really get good vibes from you ever, and so I don't need that in my life, I'm fulfilled. I did go to college. I ended up dropping out at the end. Um, I studied business management. School was not for me. And the type of learner that I am where I like to, I really like to challenge myself and do things and learn from failures is how I've learned. Um, the system didn't treat me too well. And so I got, I think, especially in the beginning, extremely great grades. And then I just got that hunger like, well, I want to go out there and start a business and do other stuff. To make money, Roger began selling mortgages during the run-up to the 2009 banking crisis. And he was good at it. By the time he was 21, he was running an office and had his friends on the payroll. But then the whole economy came crashing down. It triggered a big bout of major depression. And it wasn't his first time. I think I remember when I first started speaking with a, a therapist. I was much younger. And they said, like, when was the first time you ever felt depressed? And I was like, seven. Seven's the first time I remember being depressed. And they were a job. And they're like... 
That's not normal. Seven-year-olds are not usually depressed. So yeah, it's definitely something that I've struggled with. I don't know that I've been clinically depressed. Um, I don't take meds for it. Um, but it's been something that, you know, I'm not a stranger to laying on the couch, tears rolling down your eyes, staring at the ceiling, upset about literally nothing. Cannabis pulled Roger out of his recession funk. The first portable, discreet dab pen, the Grenco G pen, allowed Volodarsky, who is a devout toker, to walk around New Jersey using cannabis without fear of getting caught. He became obsessed. He taught himself electronic hardware design by buying and breaking down vape pens. And his mom loaned him 1600 bucks to buy the Puffco trademark. Within three years, his first Puffco Pro garnered a major award. The 2016 High Times Cannabis Cup first place for best vaporizer. The problem was, success led his new company to play it safe and stop innovating. Making the follow-up product, the Pro 2, nearly killed the company. The hardest lessons I've learned in Puffco are not what's in a book. We stopped making products for ourselves and we made them for others and that destroyed the soul of the company. That same room that I love being back in because we think of all these crazy ideas was a pretty depressing place because they weren't building what the dream was. I wasn't asking for what the dream was and that was one of the hardest lessons I've learned and that is in no books. Volodarsky took the money and the cachet from the Pro 2 and gambled it on a new dream, the peak. He moved the company from New York to Los Angeles for its cannabis culture and its psychedelics. I don't know that I have anything that I would consider a vice. I think the things that other people might consider vices are things that make me much better and don't hurt me at all. And that would be, you know, cannabis and psychedelics. I don't really drink... Um, I don't party. I play video games, but very, very, very casually, like, you know, maybe a couple times a month. Acid I only took for the first time after I started Puffco at, yeah, at 31 years old. Taking that and experiencing ego death for the first time, and as you kind of challenge yourself to be a better person, you have all these resources in your mind of like, wait, well, what am I? And how do I become this? Um, and so Acid set that journey off. It's definitely been a lifelong battle. I mean, that, that's the battle that I fought with psychedelics is battling the ego, battling that voice inside of your head that tells you that you suck, you're not special, nothing you do will ever be great, you're not worth it, you're a waste of time. When you're somebody who wants to try a lot of cool stuff, that voice in your head is going to probably try to protect you from getting hurt, maybe, right. is the use that I assume it's there for. Um, but it wasn't useful to me. And so depression is something that I've struggled with uh, much, much, much less these days. But it's something that I know can pop up at any time. And Roger isn't jumping on the trend of tiny, functional amounts of drugs called microdosing. He's macrodosing. I'm more of a fall off the deep end, lose your ego, lose that voice in your head that tells you how you should feel all day. And when it comes back, I think you kind of realize like, whoa, is that voice even me? All these things that I'm doing, all these decisions that I'm making, all these frustrations that I have, how much of that is actually a choice and how much of that are things that I really believe? And when you question yourself like that, you're in this never-ending cycle of growth um, and you, you feel like a better person every day. And that, that's how I feel, at least. Nowadays, Volodarsky is in that sweet spot with enough time, money, and control to not just make stuff, 
but manifest stuff from the cosmos. It feels like when you're creating things that are wildly different and culture shifting, like they've always existed, like the iPhone was always there. People tried to create a smartphone before, but there was nothing at this access of like accessibility and innovation and affordability and ease of use. Um, and this thing kind of just was like, hey, I'm here. I'm from that space where you wanted it and I'm gonna do everything you need from now on. And it felt like the peak came from that space. And more than ever, it feels like our next project is coming from that space even more of it just, it begged to exist. Um, and we were like, all right, well, we'll search for you. We don't know if you can be found, but we'll search. And it's weird when you set yourself out on this mission and given enough time, which is really important, and resources, which is just as important, um, that you can kind of enter the portal of that space and pull out what you want from there. Um, but yeah, yeah, it feels more like that than ever these days. That was Puffco CEO and founder Roger Volodarsky. You can read more about Roger and the peak, vaporizers and extracts at leafly.com, the home of the hash. And that's a wrap for the first season of the Hash on Leafly. I'm David Downs. Max Savage Levinson is my co-host and our producer. See you back after the summer break. Thanks for listening. <laughs>